0: good morning good morning good morning the sun is shining the birds are chirping and you are breathing today is Monday November the 7th 2022 my name is Stephen Carnegie and welcome to this is just a thought today's word of the day multifarious which means occurring in great variety Multifarious. I hope everyone is enjoying that Monday. Back to work we go. Back to work we go. Uh, I'm off today. I thought I was going to go in, but I don't think I'm going to make it. I'm going to enjoy this beautiful weather we're having in North Carolina. Man, temperatures are in the 80s. 82 today. And uh, I believe they said we're going to break a record in November. 82 degrees. Wow. Um, (laughs) Well, it is the south. And also, there's a tropical depression that's brewing around Florida that is expected to come ashore or close to the shoreline uh, sometime later on this week. Wednesday, I believe, that's said. And then here comes the rain for North Carolina Thursday or Friday. Washout going into Saturday. Saturday is supposed to back off and stop. But uh, the temperatures are going to drop down into the 60s. This is the south. This is the south. Ain't no, ain't no way around it. It's the south. It's the south. And uh, also, man, last Friday, wow, uh, some severe thunderstorms and tornadoes ripped through the southern plains from Texas, Oklahoma, to Arkansas. So much so, two are dead so far. Uh, it, it was an EF3 tornado that came through Texas with 160 mile per hour winds. Now, at first, they had uh, preliminary numbers of 19 with 12 of those tornadoes occurring in Texas alone. Wow. Uh, here we are enjoying this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful weather. And certain parts of the country are getting hammered, looks like. Man, uh, some places have already gotten snow. Whiteout conditions, even. I uh, believe it was Colorado they were talking about. Uh, certainly an odd weather pa- uh, pattern in November. Hey, uh, like I've said before, November is usually reserved for the temperatures are cool or cold even. So maybe with this tropical depression coming through and pushing that rain and the temperatures down, maybe it's the start of, uh, the fall, going into the winter. 80 degrees in North in, in North Carolina in November. Wow. Man. Uh, it's just not here in North Carolina, man. It, it was up and down the Eastern seaboard, to be honest which you, far up to, uh, New York, you know, they had the the New York City Marathon, and of course they said they had to keep an eye on the runners, they had several stations set up along the route for water uh, to get them back hydrated, wow, (laughs) 80 in November, something to behold, I guess, maybe it's global warming, could be, could be, wow, Uh, Kyrie Irving, (laughs) Well, apparently Kyrie Irving has to complete uh, some terms, a total of six, before he can return to his squad, the Brooklyn Nets. After serving that five-game suspension, number one on the list, uh, of course, he has to apologize and condemn the movie and the book. Hmm. Okay. Number two, he must uh, donate $5,000 to anti-hate causes. Number three, he must attend sensitivity training. Yeah, that's yeah. yes, it. He must attend anti Semitic training. Yeah. Okay. And he must meet with the ADL, that's the Anti Defamation League, and other Jewish leaders. And number six, he must meet with the next owner, his boss, Joe Psy, to demonstrate his understanding of what he did. Hmm. Wow. I, I gotta say. Uh, uh, and, and and I'm not being an arrogant, facetious jerk here. I'm just not. But uh, here's my question with the the first of those uh, six terms. Uh, apologize, I get. You certainly don't want to offend anyone. I mean that that's a given. And I really don't. I, I really don't think he was trying to offend anyone. I think I. I just think he just stumbled upon something that sparked his interest. But to say that he has to condemn the book and the movie. It's absurd to me. Uh, It's obviously something he read and or saw and it sparked his interest and he just wanted to share. Because when he sent that tweet out, if I'm not mistaken, he just sent a a link to the movie and or the book. He didn't say anything. He didn't tweet anything. His Twitter thumbs weren't a moving. It was just something that sparked his interest. I I honestly say, and I say this all, all too often, I think we've gone too far with this culture thing in our society to tell someone that they have to condemn a a, a book in a movie in order to go back to work or else not only are they uh, labeled anti-semitic quite possibly you you're fired let's be honest with each other playing basketball is his job can you imagine being on a job and and you know hey how many social media posts have you put out there that were Quite possibly, if you had enough followers, could be seen as offensive. And you go into work, and your boss tells you, "Hey, you're suspended for five days." And not only that, before you come back, you got to create, uh, you got to complete six terms, and one of them is to apologize. Like, like I said, I have no problem with the apology, and to condemn the book, or movie, or condemn the tweet, or, or social media post that you put out there. I just think we're going way too far with this council nonsense because I I, I, I'm a, I can be honest I honestly can say to you I don't think he's anti-semitic I don't think he meant any harm and that tweet I think he just found something that sparked his interest and he wanted to share he shared it on social media as opposed to what the other social media posts that I see and people are sharing a lot of that stuff a lot of people share on social media you probably should keep it to yourself you might see that foolishness I, I'm I'm just serious. But yeah, he has to uh, complete those six terms along with that five-game suspension, and then he'll be able to come back and play, I guess. Come back and work. And I just think we in this society, we've gone way too far with this con- uh, this council nonsense. Like I said, to tell someone that they have to uh, denounce or condemn something that they actually found to be... Um, it sparked his interest. That's all it did. Sparked his interest, and he wanted to share it with other people. Probably uh, along with other things or whatever, what have you, he's read or seen. Probably has him thinking a lot differently now. Now the argument with with this movie, um, I believe it's called "Hebrews to Slaves: Wake Up, Black America." I think that's the title of it. Uh, one, of, like I said, one of the articles I read, it said that you know, there's a piece in there where they say that Jews own slave ships or owned slave ships and uh i guess the jewish community is saying no we didn't or either that or they're saying yeah there's a horrible moment in time that we want to keep hush hush or whatever what have you i I honestly don't know because i haven't read the book or saw the movie i i honestly i think i have seen that movie sometime in the past but i really need to go back and 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 research and and see if i can look it up and and see if that's the movie i remember but my thing is and, and and my question is um this wasn't a, a part of history who didn't have a vested interest in slavery slavery was a business a cruel and heartless and disgusting and despicable as it was it was a business a lot of people had a vested interest in slavery they just did so if the jews or, or jewish people owned slave ships that would be in compliance if i could say that with that time and moment in history um hey you had to get the slaves to the new land somehow way. i'm not being an arrogant jerk i'm just saying if they did own slave ships like supposedly in this book and this movie so what a lot of people had a vested interest in slavery uh, and and another thing if you're, you guys are, are are so offended and, and i mean um because there's been quite a few of his colleagues in the nba that came out and said they were offended too You know, slavery, yeah, it it started, or or so we thought it it started with, you know, uh, Europeans colonizers coming over to Africa and they're snatching people up. But the actuality of it was that they were slaves, Africans, were sold into slavery by a lot of kings and queens, their own people. I don't see this great rush because we know that they were sold into slavery by a lot of Kings and queens from Africa. I don't see a lot of people going to these foreign lands in Africa, with these different countries, and trying to snatch their financial interests out of there. Yet, and still, a man says, "I found something that you know sparked my interest. Uh, I never made quite possibly he never knew." And all of a sudden, you want to counsel him. You You want to denounce him and say he's this horrible, demonic person. But yet still, you know, on a whole entire continent that the start of it all or quite possibly what could have been the start uh, or the continuation of slavery was the fact that those slaves, those Africans were being sold into slavery by their kings and queens of opposing tribes or whatever, what have you. I don't see you trying to go and pull your business interests out of there the way you dropped, the way Nike dropped them. I don't see, uh, you know, with Kanye, all those sponsors, Gap. Basia Lano or whatever, however you say it. They dropped him. I don't see you guys. If 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 what these men are saying is so offensive and anti-Semitic, sweet Jesus, you're going to be a whole lot of broke people in this world. Because if if you're that offended by the fact that he, he sent out a tweet, he didn't make any statement, he didn't write something behind it, he just sent out a link to it. If you're that offended or you're that easily offended, Good Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. Jesus help us all. Yeah. So if, if if it is true that the Jews owned slave ships, it would be a continuation of that time, that moment in history. A lot of people, like I said, had a vested interest in slavery. It was business. It was cruel, heartless, demonic, just a terrible, horrific moment in history. But a lot of people had a vested interest. They weren't just selling or buying slaves, there had to be a transport of slaves. There had to be, a, of course, the buying and selling of slaves once you got them there. The raw goods and materials that were produced by the slaves. So, are you going to denounce these companies that, that had holdings or whatever or what have you? And, and hey, they, that's how they built their business, their financial dominance? So are you you going to denounce them and try to pull your funds or resources or whatever from from these companies and these foreign lands? I don't see anyone going back to Africa trying to find the descendants of these kings and queens and call them to the carpet. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't. Uh, Like I said, I don't think he's anti-Semitic. I just don't. I, I, I don't see it. Because before that, you hadn't heard anything even remotely close to him saying anything like that. Or implying anything like that. Up until that moment, the only thing you heard about Kyrie Irving is his refusal to take the COVID vaccination. I get. what, well, Did that have something to do with the Jews too? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. But hey, that was the only thing you heard about. Him. That was the only uh, his, his claim to fame. Even. I mean, he was. He is a good basketball player. He's one of the uh, pretty good. One. Up until that, the only thing you heard from Kyrie Irving was his refusal to take that vaccination. Maybe that's a continuation of him bettering himself. I don't know if you would call it woke. I I don't know about that woke culture. Uh, These little catchphrases and terms that are used to describe human attributes, uh, you could keep that. That's just a cultural thing. I think, honestly, he started sitting down, uh, quite possibly reading and, and writing and contemplating things life. what a man, what a being is supposed to be, supposed to do supposed to continuously obtain knowledge. You're not just supposed to stand in one place and say, yeah, I got it all figured out. So I think he's been obtaining knowledge and he he wanted to share or wanted to let it out there and let it be known. I don't think he's anti-Semitic. I I, I certainly I don't think or I don't believe, and I mean this sincerely, I don't believe it warrants a five game suspension and him having to do all these terms in order to work again. I know he's a star. I know he's out in the public eye, and I know that's the the hidden agenda. Got to get it out there that no matter what, whoever you are, you, you can't say anything that's inappropriate. I I, I didn't see it. I didn't see or hear anything inappropriate. Maybe it's a naivete on my part. May I, maybe I'm being insensi- insensitive. I've often been told that I'm quite insensitive. But this wasn't a, this right here. This no, this is an anti-Semitism. It just isn't. Just isn't. Is All right, let's move along here. Man, uh, yesterday it was some NFL, some football. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Woo, the Green Bay Packers were defeated by the Detroit Lions, 15-9. And Aaron Rodgers, boy, he had a meltdown. He let it all out. He let all his frustrations out on that field yesterday. His body language, his body chemistry, it just showed that he is just frustrated. He doesn't know which way to turn. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> uh, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills lost yesterday to the New York Jets, 20-17. Close game. I, I watched a little bit of that. Uh, watched the whole game, I should say. It was a close game. It was back and forth. No no one team could dominate until the closing minutes even. And the Jets finally pulled it out. Man. Uh, uh, hey, every team loses. Uh, the Bills, so for some reason, somehow, some way, it's just one of those things. They just couldn't get it together yesterday. Uh, they couldn't get in the group. Just couldn't. Just couldn't. Ah, uh, man. The Cincinnati Bengals are back. They defeated the Carolina Panthers 42-21. Oh, he put supports on the board on those Panthers. Why? Wow, what in the world? Carolina. Mm-mm-mm. That's a shame. Yeah, I got a few Carolina fans that uh, constantly remind me of how sorry my Bears are. So, hey, I think we're all in the same boat there. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, Bear down, but it wasn't a great day for Bears fans. <laughs> they were defeated by the Miami Dolphins, 35-32. But I will say this, just like last week, they fought, they didn't lay over, and just fall out and die, because as we all know, the Bears have been, they are notorious, but when they start getting beat, they'll just stop playing. And that offense, they, they, they're they looking pretty good, I gotta say. Uh, defense, well, you know, the defense has been broken up, so hey, it, it is what it is, it's going to be what it's going to be. But the offense is starting to turn around, uh, if I could say that, they're moving the ball and they're actually scoring points. Now they just have to learn how to uh, uh, gain control of a game and hold on to the game. So uh, just It appears Justin Fields is uh, learning. He is. He, he just is. Good game, though. It just was. Man, in this one, wow, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Los Angeles Rams. What is going on with the Rams? I know they have some injuries, but man, uh, the Rams and the Bucks—it was just like that Green Bay, uh, just like that uh, Bills Jets game. It was back and forth. No one team could control. And, and finally, man, finally, somehow, some way, football Tommy miraculously did what he does, got his team in position, and it kicked the field goal. And there went the Rams. That game was a, a done deal for them. Man, what is going on with the Rams? Uh, The Super Bowl contenders. I don't think you guys are going to make it to the Super Bowl this year. (laughs) Not looking like this. Man. And uh, that's just a few games uh, that that I'll talk to you guys about. uh, Talk wanted to talk to you guys about. But uh, last night, man, uh, some more football. The Kansas City falling apart back on again. Chiefs. Defeated the Tennessee Titans in overtime 20-17. Another game where it was back and forth. No one t- one team could control the game. It was back and forth. And the Chiefs finally did it in overtime. Patrick Mahomes. Got him one. Just did. Um pretty sad for the, the, the Tennessee Titans and more specifically uh Henry. Derek Henry, that that running back man. I always say he's a beast. He's one of the top-notch running backs in the NFL. Uh, but this squad's not looking too good. It's just isn't. Just, it just But, yeah, old Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City falling apart. Back on again. Chiefs <laughs> got them one last night. They hung in there. How about that? How about that? All right, let's move along here. Uh, man, uh, as we all know, midterms are tomorrow. And also tomorrow, there's supposed to be a lunar eclipse on Election Day. Is that an ominous prediction of sorts? No, of course not. Uh, it's just i l. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, is it a lunar eclipse, or eclipse? It's an eclipse. So it's happening on Election Day, and you know you got a few people that are saying, "Ooh, uh, It's it's just. It is what it is, and and uh, like I said, the primaries are tomorrow, and the Democrats this past weekend they were on the campaign trail and they were on the campaign trail hard. Democrats and Republicans. Uh, former President Barack Obama. And President Biden, they were in Pennsylvania uh, campaigning for Fetterman, who's running against Dr. Oz. And former President Trump showed up uh, Saturday night, I, I believe, and he launched his support, gave a rally for Dr. Oz and another gubernatorial, gubernatorial candidate. Uh, he's not look, It's not looking so good for him. It looks like he, he's going to lose that election. But yeah, and, and the Democrats, they stuck to their guns. Their main topic or or their topic or or talking point was uh, democracy is under attack. Little uh, mention of the economy, the inflation, the looming recession, the high price of gas, food. Uh, Like I told you guys in a previous podcast, it's come out that uh, insurance, health insurance is going to go up. We have all these things going up in this country. The cost of living, the cost of doing business is through the roof. And you guys are talking about democracy is under attack because of that attack that happened to the Speaker of the House husband um, uh, a week or so ago. Not downplaying that. That was just horrible. That was terrible. That made no sense whatsoever. I don't care what your political side is or affiliation or how you feel about the way this country is going uh, or who's in power but to go in and attack an elderly man and beat him with a hammer, that's just sick. You're savage. Uh, there's no way in the world I can even fathom the notion of throwing my support or uh, or even trying to uh, give an attempt to understand your reasoning for that, that was sick. And, and, and I certainly understand the president's stance on it because, he, hey, him and... Uh, Speaker of the House, Pelosi, they've been in in politics forever and a day. So, yeah, it was kind of personal for him. They've known each other. I'm sure he knows her husband. But, uh, Mr. President, you got more pressing issues going on here. This country is, I ain't going to say it's falling apart, but it ain't looking so good. I mean, with, with inflation, this recession that's coming, Like I said, the high price of gas, food, rent has gone up. Mortgage rates are going to go up. And a a lot of people that work every day or or almost every day, a lot of people that work, get up, go get it. They're looking at you and they're looking at that administration and they're like, this is not what you guys said you were going to do when you got in there. And and also, a lot of the questions and, and now ridicule are coming from inside that democratic party a lot of these democratic candidates that are running for uh, the house or the senate or whatever or what have you they're starting to distance themselves from the president in this administration too late you already we already know who you are we already know where you stood and where you truthfully stand because not too long not too long ago You guys were were echoing everything that he put into place. You were saying, yeah, it's a good deal. It's a good look for the uh, America, this uh, Build Back America. uh, These these bills that were passed, these high spending bills, and now we know that's a huge problem. It's a huge problem because you don't have the money or the financial backing to back up uh, all that spending. So that's why there's inflation. That's why there's a recession. You know, I talked to you guys, uh, if you ever listen to me on Anchor, I talked to you back back when when all those stimulus checks were going out a year or so ago. That was really and truthfully money we didn't have. Because as soon as the country opened back up and we went back to work, everybody started back pinching pennies. So it was was just a, a, a false narrative that was put out with these stimulus checks where people went and spent money. So that what did the, uh, the, the the makers and buyers of goods and services do? When they saw people were spending money, they started increasing increasing production. They increased production, and when folks went back to work, they couldn't afford it. They started pinching pennies. So they had to raise the price of the goods to, to try to make up some of their loss, just like with the oil companies, with these high prices of gas. You know, the president came out uh, a week or so ago and said he was going to go to Congress and slap a tax on them because they made forty billion in profit. Wow, uh, Mr. President, the American people spent the better part of a year asking, begging, pleading with you to do something about the high price of gas, and you, and your administration, all you can say is the president can't control the price of gas. Get that? Got that? Understand that? But now all of a sudden, because they announced that they have, uh, they have a profit of forty billion. You want to stand tall and bold, faced and bold chested, and say you're gonna uh, slap a tax on. Me. Okay, if it works for you, it works for you. I I I think, and it's like I've been saying, the American people tomorrow is is gonna tell a tale. It, it just is. I think a lot of American people, uh, whether Democrat or Republican black, uh, Republican, black or white, young or old, I think they're fed up with the nonsense. I just do. So I think tomorrow and, and these poll, uh, early poll numbers or early predictions, I said poll predictions, I say, uh, I should say they're leaning towards the Republicans. Not looking good for the Democratic Party. You guys haven't done what you said you were going to do. Very reminiscent. And the, the president's approval numbers. Wow. <laughs> they've gone back and they've compared it to when Donald Trump was having his problems. We all know uh, when Donald Trump's, uh, President Trump's pres, uh, President Trump's approval numbers started to slip, it slipped down below 40% and President Biden's uh, approval, numbers, approval numbers are at 38%. So President Biden and former President Trump are in the same boat <laughs> with the American public and their approval of how they're handling or have handled the economy. The American people aren't slow. They get up every day, work, go out and, and, you know, try to provide for themselves and their family. Uh, they uh, go into these grocery stores and stores and trying to buy things and they know whole well, all too well that something's off the price of doing business, the price of just living day to day has skyrocketed and they're not too happy. And like I said, you can stand up there and say democracy is, democracy is dead they're looking at you. They ain't looking at your side eye. Right? They're looking at you straight in your face and they said, uh oh, no, we're not buying that. So tomorrow we're gonna to see. It's gonna tell the tale. Now, stranger things have happened. Hey, maybe the Democrats uh will take control of those those House and Senate seats and and upright the ship. Maybe the president could push more bills through and more spending. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Alright, let's go get it man in a um, bit of a bizarre and sickening story has uh, developed here in in Raleigh North Carolina uh, in fact uh, th- this incident happened last Wednesday night about nine o'clock uh, a teenage girl 16 years old to be specific uh, she got off work she called her a lift Lift uh, appeared came to her a place of employment picked her up, she got in, she said when she got in, she she noticed the driver was spraying, uh, well she noticed the driver, she noticed the car smelled like cigarettes, and shortly after she got in, he began spraying something. So she just naturally assumed that he was spraying uh, uh, air fresher. Who wouldn't? you yeah, I mean, if you get in the car and it smells like cigarettes, and shortly after you get in there the driver starts spraying, you, you probably said to yourself, oh, he's just spraying air fresher. But that's not it. Shortly after she, shortly after she, you know, got in the car, she her job was a few miles from her home. Shortly after she got in, she she said this guy started making some uh, lewd comments and asking unquestionable, un uncomfortable questions. Um, sick, 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 sick. So of course she says she started feeling uncomfortable. But she said she said she notices after he, he kept spraying, after the fourth spray, she felt sleepy. And Something inside of her told her to get out. So that's what she attempted to do. But the doors were locked. So she began crying and screaming and yelling. And finally, uh, I guess he unlocked the doors and she jumped out. Jumped out of a moving car at 9 o'clock at night. A 16-year-old child because she felt uncomfortable. She knew something was off with what this guy was asking and how he was acting. So she jumps out. The odd part is this. He stays on the scene. He calls the police. The police show up. They question him or whatever. The 16-year-old girl says she only thing she remembers is she woke up in the hospital and she has bruises to her face, arms, legs, and back. Now, this 16-year-old young lady, um, kudos to her, because she obviously, and she said, hey, I, I, something inside of me told me that if I didn't jump out of this car, I wouldn't make it home. The scary situation for a 16-year-old child to be to have with an adult that is supposed to be just providing her services, driving her from point A to point B. Because it, it, with these lewd uh, comments and un- Uh, unflattering questions he's he was asking in an interview she gave she said that um, he asked her if she she had a boyfriend you're a grown-ass man why are you asking a child a 16 year old child if they have a boyfriend and he went on to say that if he was dating her what he would do to her so her antennas were up and and red flags were going off everywhere so that child tried to get the hell out of that car I guess all that yelling and screaming she did he was in fear that it would attract attention and he finally let her out. But like I said, the odd thing is, the bizarre thing is he stayed on the scene. What are you, a good Samaritan now? Uh, Raleigh police said they're uh, investigating and, and and the investigation is still go- ongoing. Lyft has came out and said that they are, uh, they have uh, removed him from the platform and they're cooperating with the Raleigh police department in any way they can with their investigation. They've also reached out to the uh, the young lady's family to uh, you know, pretty saying, Hey, if you need any assistance with anything, let us know. But Lottie Dotty, Lottie dotty This is not this fool's first time because there is, it has been reported there's a similar incident that happened with another woman, and she's come forward. All that we say was a similar incident. So this isn't if this guy's first time. I'm wondering because I remember there was a story about a year or so ago with a woman and a lift driver, like they said, a similar incident like this. That lift driver tried something with that woman, and she got she had to fight for her life. So luckily, this young lady didn't have to do that. This 16-year-old child, I'm sorry, this child didn't have to do that. So I'm wondering if this is the same guy. Uh, Raleigh Police Department, y'all got y'all got a job on y'all hands. I got to figure out what's going on with this clown and what the hell he was spraying in that car because that young lady, that child said after the fourth spray she noticed she started getting sleepy and and all her heightened senses and awareness kicked in and told her to get out, jump out and that's exactly what she did the mindset of folks I'll never understand it I'll never understand their reasoning or, or, or whatever or what have you or, or why they do the things they do the foolishness, foolishness they do But like I said, I don't think this is this guy's first rodeo because, um, hey, smell of cigarettes and no smell of cigarettes, there's nothing in an air freshener that should make you feel sleepy. I don't think this young lady is lying. Her story is too specific and spot on. Uh, By the way, she says she doesn't think she'll ever take another ride sharing service again. I can't blame her. 16 year old child having to go through that and, and know something was off. And for him to be making those comments to that child. No. That's a no for me. That's a huge no for me. Uh, You're a sick, twisted, demented perv. Ain't no if this happened, this happened. That child ain't lying. Not with that story. And now you have another lady that's coming forward saying she had a similar incident with this same driver. Liv, why the hell was he still driving? Hmm. Uh, so many questions, so many responses. But you're sick, twisted, and demented. Uh Folks like this, and and this is not a. It's sad to say, it's not uncommon. You know, I work in in retail, and and I I, I see things. I see a lot of dirty old perverted men looking at little young girls and I'm looking like what the foolishness are you doing? You nasty. Perv. You nasty. That's a child. What pleasure can you derive from from a child? Yeah, I work in retail, I see it a lot. Uh, and I'm just I'm like wow <laughs> this this is just sick. This is a sick story, scary story, also. So, I, I hey, I know a lot of parents probably, you know, questioning or second guessing if they should allow their child their child in these ride-sharing services right now, because it does bring into it does bring into question. She was just getting off work, 16-year-old high school student, 9 p.m. at night. She gets in, trying to get home, and has to jump out of a moving vehicle in fear of her life not a safety her life because she said it, it, it clicked in her if she didn't get out at that moment she wasn't going to make it home sweet Jesus well that's all for me today I'm gonna and skedaddle I'm gonna enjoy the rest of my day off I just am hey listen I want to thank you, each and every one of you that have subscribed to this page I thank you from the bottom of my heart it means a lot it means that you guys are uh actually excited and and maybe somehow somewhat you 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 enjoy the content that i i try to put forth so i thank you and for those that haven't hey hit that like and subscribe button i won't bite you can even leave a comment i won't bite i I promise you that i won't bite i'm pretty thick skinned i've been on this earth 49 years and hey i i've heard (laughs) i've heard a lot i've had a lot said to me and about me Ain't too much more I can hear. I don't think there's I don't think there's any much. I don't think there's much more that could come out. I've heard it all. <laughs> I just have. But again, I say thank you to those that have subscribed. And for the rest, hey, hit that like and subscribe button so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Keep you in the loop. That's all for me. Thank you for listening. Amen.